Hi guys, welcome back to the You and Me podcast. What episode are we up to? This is six, isn't it? I have no idea. I think it's six. Pretty sure it's six. Isn't it seven? No, I'm sure it's six. Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like I'm far too relaxed to have <laughs> a serious conversation. in-depth conversation. It's currently a long weekend for us, Monday night. Is it the Queen's birthday long weekend? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it is. The Queen's birthday long weekend, so... We've had two long weekends in a row, so we're a bit... Yeah, <laughs> we were already relaxed because with COVID and everything, we have been staying at home to work, both of us. So we're sort of already living... Like hermits? Yeah. Home buddies? Um, but this weekend we had um, my sister and her boyfriend come and he did some work for us, hung some cupboards and we played... What's the game called? Overcooked. Overcooked on the Switch, which Blake and I love, but we normally just play us two. It was so much better with four people. <laughs> it's kind of ruined it now because... We can't play with two. We can't play with two people. We've we've seen people play it with two people and they do it well, but it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. So they went home this morning and then... Once they left, we cleaned the house. I had a shower and washed my hair. I did my nails. I'm like... All print. I just had a hot chocolate. <laughs> All print and ready for bed. Yeah. So, what are we up to? Last time we talked about... Um, the last Pyogon cycle failed. Oh, yeah. We hadn't done anything with IVF yet, had we? We started talking about it. That was in the next lot. That was our percent. expectations? Yeah. Or like... Okay, so since the last episode, which for us was filmed, I'm gonna filmed. say, <laughs> which recorded. for us, which for us was recorded, so roughly two weeks, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. So I think just I think we were meeting with our doctor that Monday that we recorded. I think we recorded on a weekend. Yeah, it must have been just over, it must have been two and a half weeks ago because quite a bit's happened. So we met with the doctor and that was really simple. It was just, yes, we want to do it. Yes, your candidates. Here's how you go about it. Book us in. From there, we met with the clinic that we're actually going, like going through. Um, And they went into a little bit more detail of the process and all that. But just like forms and going over all the medicine and the whole process and the egg retrieval. And then we weren't actually able to meet with the scientists in person. I don't know their actual name, the ones who do the whole embryo process um, at the clinic, just because of COVID and everything there, no one else can do their job. So they're sort of keeping them well protected. Yeah. So we met with them. Oh, we spoke with them on the phone um, after our appointment. But, yeah, we basically just heard the entire process, filled out all the forms, had some discussions that I didn't even think were involved, like talking about if if either of us become oh, those questions. mentally... What, what was... How did they say it? Mentally... If any one of us became ent- mentally ill or if one of us die or both of us die. Yeah, like what happens if... The relationship ends, what happens to the embryos. 
very like obviously it makes sense now that you have to talk about that, but that didn't cross my mind. All the legal stuff, yeah. So yeah, we did all of that, and then that day I got my blood test to I I think I was day nineteen of my cycle. So I should have been, I should have ovulated, really. Um, yeah, I just want to see where you're at. So, but my le- yeah, it was my first cycle off after Pugon, so I hadn't had a unmedicated cycle for a while. So I had the blood test, and my levels were like <laughs> hadn't even lifted off the ground. So I was nowhere near ovulating yet, let alone had ovulated so there was nothing really we could do at that point um the next day we had the online pharmacy call and we ordered all of our meds and they arrived then two days later so we can get hardly nothing delivered to this place (laughs) but we can get medication so that's good to know yes the like the um the local mailman and post office like they don't come to our house so it's very different for us. It was quite a learning curve. <laughs> was was it a courier that dropped it off? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but they use a certain courier. So um, they, you think about it, the, like everyone needs medicine no matter where you are. Yeah, so it'd be, so, they do whatever it takes. And yeah, so that was sort of the process of getting started with IVF. So we're 100% like going to do IVF now. We have learnt um, it's not as certain as what we thought. Like we're not guaranteed to do an egg retrieval just because we have decided to do it. Like so many things have to line up before that can happen. Yeah, everything has to have it all your ducks in a row. You have to, you can't have too many, you can't have too little. If you have too many, then they just cancel it. Yeah, so... It's not just a matter of saying we're doing it and it happens, which, like, I sort of knew, but I didn't know all the details. So we sort of waited a week and I went and got my blood taken again and, again, it did nothing. So for the last week I have been on, oh, I forget how to pronounce it, prim, primalute? Yeah, I got to it. Primalute? Primalute? Something like that. It's basically a contraceptive pill. Um, is it actually the pill or is it... There's so many different variants of the pill. Yeah, but is it for... Yes, because um, they want to stop my hormones because they want me to get my period on a certain day. Yeah. So when I stop that medicine, I don't think it's that day. I think it'll be like the next day or the day after that. So they want me to stop it on a certain day. And then if all goes to plan, then I should get my period. And then that means I will ovulate on a certain day, like, because I'll start my meds on a certain day. Because then you start injections. It's the same injection we've been taking, isn't it? Oh, you've been Uh, taking it. Yeah, and adding. But just boosted. Yeah. (laughs) What was that that called again? That's uh, Puregon. Yeah, I'm on Puregon again um, because... I do get good results with it. Like I do, my estrogen does rise well. I do ovulate on my own with it. However, it just didn't work. So we're doing Puregon. So 
the highest that I got up to was a hundred units. Mm-hmm. We're starting at two hundred. <laughs> So they have to just up it. And then there's the other one that I have to take. I can't remember. Oh, that's the one that stops you from ovulating, isn't it? Is that the other one you're talking about? I don't remember what that one does. There was quite a lot. There's a second injection. I'm pretty sure that's meant to stop you from releasing so they can harvest them. You take that out. I remember, oh, Is that I, what I take every other day? Oh, no. Yeah, that's what you're getting confused. Yeah, I don't know what the every other day one is. Anyway, so yeah, we've got some more meds and it's Too many all meds to track. <laughs> I've got, I'm just sort of blocking it out at the moment because it's a little bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. So at the moment I'm on the pill, so I'm just sort of focusing on that. I have everything organized in the fridge. I have my little um, daily medicine, like what I will use every day when I have my injections. I have all that set up with like alcohol swabs and Every, all of that and my I have my schedule all there but I'm sort of this is just how I've been handling things lately and I feel like it's working for me I'm just sort of blocking it out until it's necessary because it I don't want to get ahead of myself and overthink everything so at the moment I'm on this pill and I have it all organized and all ready to go what I have to take when I have to take it but well and they're gonna call and remind yeah mind you when you need yeah. to do what anyway so but it, it, it's quite daunting like it can be quite intimidating Mm. so i'm trying not to let it be intimidating i'm trying to just go with the flow and when they tell me like i have all the medicine there i have everything i have needles i have a sharps container i have everything so i'm just waiting to be told what to do and i'll do it when i'm told (laughs) yeah so i will continue to take uh the pill for another week and then Two days later, I need to go and get some more labs done so they can see where my levels are at. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's going to be a, your levels aren't good, don't take your injections or not. Or whether they just need to see where they're at at that point. Um, but my instructions were last tablet next Monday. Two days later, I need to go and yeah get my... Um, blood's done blood's done and then two days after that i will start injections so that will be next saturday oh yeah i'll start all my injections and we're aiming for egg retrieval so july something isn't it july 3rd yes so hopefully all of that goes to plan and that will happen. So that's just three and a half weeks away. Mm-hmm. And then what's the what's the process after that? It's either. Well, we have a few more hoops to jump through before that, so we have to. It depends on how the retrieval goes. And... No. no, there's a few more hoops to jump through before retrieval, so we have to. Oh yeah, yeah. Start injections and then. I have to grow a lot, but not too many. And then I have to, like, my lining and everything has to fit in. Like, I, that's for transfer. Like, obviously, when they're transferring it back. But they need all of that to sort of be lining up. Yeah, best case is I 
grow the perfect amount of eggs and have surgery and that's the other thing surgery isn't going to be like my polyp surgery you're not going to be knocked out fully well they said they give you that drug that makes you drowsy like sleepy and but do you forget? not feel pain and forget which is kind of it's even more eerie than I think, I'd, I think I'd rather be just knocked out <laughs> and then apparently I'm going to wake up will come like wake up come to with a sticker on my hand that will say how many were retrieved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the game. So I'm hoping I can... I mean, I don't know what I'm going to be like when I'm drowsy. But I'm oh, hoping... I you're funny. No, because remember, I have to recover on my own. You don't see me until I'm full. Uh, Unless it's different. Hopefully it's different. But I'm hoping that I can... Um, not look at my hand, like cover it, mm. keep it covered. And I'm hoping none of the nurses say anything. Yeah. So you can, surprise. I feel like they will though. Yeah. But I want to like, I want to like you to see my reaction and like see your reaction of how many they were. Mm. I suppose even if they do ruin it for me, I can still surprise me. Yeah. But I just keep picturing it. You know, like you see the videos when people come out of dental surgery and they're all like say funny stuff and they're all. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's in America. They get put to sleep. Now, this is just my, my thoughts. I'm not 100%. Like my polyp surgery. Because mm. when they come out, they're so... Drowsy. Drowsy and like out of it. Um, but from what they said, it's not going to be quite like that. Yeah, so we'll have to see. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so Blake will drop me off and then he has to go and provide... Some, what do you call it? A sample. Just leave it at that. <laughs> so, yeah, provide a sample and then he'll come back and get me. And I'm go- apparently going to be crampy and a bit sore and tired. And, yeah. Like, it's hard to know exactly how it's going to go or if it's going to go to plan or... I see so many, like, stories that are... Especially over the last few months with COVID that haven't gone to plan. Hmm. So I'm sort of trying not to... Um, Get your hopes up. Yeah, but also, like, have one path of how things are going to happen. Like, I'm trying to be just... Go with the flow so that Roll if it punches. does change, I'm not, like, stressed out or anxious about that but yeah that's sort of where things are up to at the moment kind of up to date mm. or caught up yeah so hopefully i mean it's going to be more interesting when we've had our egg retrieval and we can talk about that process um how many we get how many we lost how how they graded how many embryos we get, what they look like, like all those sort of interesting facts. Mm. I think we're not going to be doing the genetic testing this time around. No. Um, I think for first time IVF, it's not really something. If you do multiple IVFs and it doesn't work, that's something you look into because it's like, why? Like what's wrong with the egg or what's wrong with the sperm that it's not? Not working. Yeah. But, yeah, we just want to, like, 
through the journey. Just keep this documented. Con- yeah, and continuously record through different milestones. Like we haven't recorded for two and a half weeks and I forgot what the last one was about. Mm. And so it'll be like so interesting to like sit on the couch when we have our babies around us and listen to these back. Yeah. Listen to the process. And I just want to share as we go, because we never thought we would. Yeah. We never thought we would do IVF and we thought that letrozole, we thought that trying on our own was going to work and then letrozole and then pure gone. And now we're at IVF. It's like every infertility journey, trying to conceive journey is so different but when you hear other people's stories there's comfort that you find for yourself whether it's I'm speaking from the woman's perspective my my family are like the most fertile bunch of women you've ever met in your life and so I felt so lonely and alone not having other women to talk to or Sometimes you just want to hear someone have the same struggle as you. As I know that sounds really bad, but just so you can... when you can't have a baby and you're at a party with 10 women who think about sperm or sex and get pregnant, it's going, whoops. Like, it's hard to say because I'm glad that they don't have to go through it. I'm glad that, you know, it's not like I'm sure some families, it's a um, you wouldn't wish you know, it upon anyone. No, but there are stories where it's, you know, the mum struggled and then the woman has, the daughter has, you know, started trying and then she struggled and so she's able to, like I've found a few people on YouTube where they're able to have the comfort of their mum because their mum went through it. Yeah, and there'll be a few things that we've learned along the way that we would keep an eye out on as our own kids maybe. Mm. But back to the... Like lonely part is that's why I love sharing my story because of how lonely I felt and how you sort of go crazy. Like you do want someone to relate to you. And sometimes when someone just says, oh, like I went through that too, or we struggled for such and such years, it's like, oh, cool. Like not in a good way. <laughs> like you Don't feel like it's, you're going through it by yourself. Yeah. And just someone can just... You don't have to justify why it's hard or or sad or heartbreaking or just someone who gets it. Like, and unless you, unless you've been in it, you don't get it. And if someone has struggled for 12 months, they have no idea what it's like to struggle for six plus years. Yeah. There are people that have struggled for eight, 10 years. I don't know that pain. I only know my pain, which has been six and a half years of trying. Um, so everyone's at different stages, but I guess it's the same as like mums relate to each other, even though their kids are all at different ages, they relate because they're mums or dads relate to each other because, you know, even though they're all not at the same stage, they've all been through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just like, like to share my story and I hope that one day my hope is that someone listens to it and doesn't feel or feels a little bit understood yeah doesn't feel all alone Mm, because it's a shit journey and uh, well i hope that no one does hear it and relate because 
I'm sorry, it's awful, and I know that it is, but I'm sure I'm not. Well, it seems to be more common than we first realised as well. Oh, yeah. In Australia, it's one in six women? Yeah. Or one in five? Around that. It it was a lot higher than I expected. Mm. Yeah. Which, in my family, the statistic should be at least two of us. Yeah. It's so far. It's just me. Anyway, let's stop on the negative (laughs) notes. If we transferred, what month are we doing egg retrieval? July. July. So So if we transfer in August, when will the baby be born? I haven't done that math. September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Oh! If we transfer in August, oh. And you start from August? No, hang on, because when they transfer a five day embryo, you're technically already two weeks and five days pregnant. So. So let's say we transfer mid, we calculate from the beginning, okay? So September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So it'll be like end of April, beginning of May. Oh, yeah. So what's that? Uh, autumn baby. Autumn. So not too and cold or too hot. The twenty eighth of April is will be our thirteen year anniversary together. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Holy crap! Don't people say thirteen's a lucky number? We can make it <laughs> positive number. A lucky number. That's so weird. But picture like next winter we could have a baby. And before both our birthdays, before before any. Major oh, I'll be gatherings. pregnant at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, this doing this process with like, it feels a little bit more achievable for me. Yeah. Like, it's actually making it real that holy crap! Like, we could actually be getting pregnant soon. Like, well, there's no guessing on the starting. Of day. course, I'm aware that it may not happen. The first go, the second go. Like, there's going to be ups and downs through the journey. I'm not saying that, but our chances are just so much higher than anything else we've tried. Well, the one thing that, um, because like we keep coming back to with the doctor, it's like, oh, how about we just put a couple in? And then she's like, oh. <laughs> she's like, because I was like, what would you say the stat, the statistics was? Like, Twins for IVF are one in 20, rough, normal- approximately. And a normal pregnancy is one in 250. Yeah, which that's kind of surprised me. I was like, wow, those odds are yeah. kind of high compared to normal. So, yeah, she's against doing multiple. For young couples who are starting out, aren't you? Yeah. So, but it's just making it feel like, holy crap, like I could be pregnant soon. Like a baby could be coming soon. So yeah. we're like making plans of like we always knew which room was going to be the baby's room but now we're actually making plans on it we painted it a year ago hmm. just plain white like we we've, we've done every room in our house except the hallway <laughs> um the hallway will never be done <laughs> but that used to be our room but then we renovated a different room to make it our room and in the moving process some of the walls got like scuffed a bit so and we need to patch a few bits. So it just needs to be freshened up in there. So we're trying to like plan, like we'll like paint it and then 
thinking of like furniture and stuff, but I also don't want to get ahead of myself because I want to like save that, all that stuff for when I actually am pregnant to enjoy it. But I would like to get the painting done beforehand. Oh yeah, we know. So not painting while I'm pregnant. Yeah, well, you're not going to think of changing the color. You just freshen. No, no, up. just freshen up the white. Because you're th- you're thinking of decking away with like decals and stuff like that. With what? Going to stick on things. What did you say? Decals. Decal. Decorate like a. A decal. Decal. <laughs> decal. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I found this. I don't know if I'm going to use both, but this lady on Instagram, she hand paints. Um, like watercolor paints and then makes removable wall stickers so they don't damage your walls. You can like peel and restick them. Um, but they're really beautiful, like hand painted watercolor pictures the sunflowers and the koalas, and she does like flowers and dinosaurs and all this other stuff. They're so pretty. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I haven't picked. If it's a boy, I want this. If it's a girl, I want this. I haven't picked any of that. Yeah. Um, but it's fun to sort of start thinking about it and actually, like, like I don't know the word of what I'm trying to say. Like, it could very well be our reality soon. Like, it could all work out. <laughs> it's actually in the realm of possibility. It's, it's really hard. Like, we've been trying for... Seven years? Six and a half. Set, no, seven years will be October. So six and a half, roughly, years. Um, so it's a really long time to have your hopes up for something and to be planning, but I've always, like, tried to plan but not plan. Like, oh, I like well, that. Well, you plan it, but you can't actually get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like that pram. I like that cod. I like this. Oh, no, 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 but don't don't think about it till you get pregnant. When you get pregnant, you can pick. Well, so is the good and bad of it is you've kept on changing your mind of what, or you found something better, or especially in regards to like prams and stuff. It's like you had one thought, and then, oh no, you've always, no, you've kind no of stuck, I've always stuck to the same stuck one. to the same one. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a few things where you've gone, oh, that's better. Oh, I'm glad I didn't get that. Or like what? I'm trying to think what that is. I can't think of anything, and you have a bad memory, so I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but did you want that um, that that origami kind of? Fancy pram there at one stage. No, you wanted that. Did I? Because you you were saying how like cool. It's I haven't seen it for a very long time, so I don't know if like the hype died off. But it was the it was the pram where you push a button and it unfolded itself. That's why you liked it. Okay. <sighs> I thought we both wanted that. It was just me. I just wanted it because it was techy kind of. Yeah, you just liked the that it was a smart pram. Was that was it the only smart of it, or was it, did it do more than that? It charged your phone. Ah, uh, that's right. And like, as the wheels moved, that's what charged the, the phone. The battery or yeah. the storage. Or but I don't know if they sell it anymore or the hype went away because I've not heard of it since. Yeah. I sort of forgot about it. Yeah, hmm. I haven't heard anything about it. Hmm. I'm sure I'll find some new techie things to <laughs> latch on to. It's just really exciting to like finally a bit of a light my shoulder yeah my shoulders haven't fully dropped yet but like i can feel it coming like i can finally live life and like relax and be happy yeah and not be sad and depressed not depressed i hate throwing that out there lightly but there have been times over these years where it's been really hard 
to keep going and really hard to like keep a smile on my face and just be around family and other people and everything like it's been really 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 tough but the feeling now is just so we're sort of in limbo like we're still in it but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's so exciting and we're running towards it but we don't want to fully get up our hopes because we don't want to be heartbroken and crushed if it doesn't happen so it's this really weird stage between been in between like our journey's coming to an end and our new one's just beginning but we don't know how many chapters are still left and so we're like like it's in reach but it's not here yet so it's walking on a knife's edge yeah (laughs) so it's a really weird feeling but it's a lot better than not knowing and struggling by ourselves and yeah so yeah that's our update Uh, like i said we're sort of in this weird in-between stage like we've started we've done all the documents and signed all the paperwork and and we have 50 pamphlets on all the medication and the process and the embryos and well, some of the names like the chrysalis and all the oh, stages there. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we watched some cool videos where it actually showed like a time through lapse. the microscope. Microscope? Microscope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The microscope like or the process because we heard it from the scientist and we we had the pictures in front of us at the appointment, but to see the video was really cool, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, we've got all our ducks in a row so far and just have to go through the process. So I'm sure our next episode we would have started injections probably. Or do you want to wait until after? I suppose you can't wait that long. Is it wait up after? The- yeah. We'll give an update on like how the, what happens when I stop next week, the pill, mm-hmm. how my bloods go, how everything's looking, whether we're still on track and everything like that. Yeah, so it might be just not as long. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? (laughs) Who knows what will pop up? But yeah, that's what we're at so far. So far, so good. Um, Medication was nowhere near as expensive as what we thought. No, there's a lot of rebates that covered a good chunk. How grateful are you that we live in Australia and we started this when all this new medicare stuff like kicked into gear my gosh like just watching and i think that's what scared me a lot off a lot of it is like watching american youtube videos and just them talking about the costs i know i saw one girl sorry i saw one girl who was making her first payment out of multiple payments and it was fifteen thousand dollars which is like more like what Three or four times is what we're paying in total. Yeah. Which is just insane. Absolutely crazy. So very lucky, very grateful, and very ironic that we waited until now and all of this is just falling into place. Like, yeah. I, guess I don't think we're in a headspace to do it before anyway. Oh, we're financially in a better space. We live in a better, like, we live in a home, not a unit. We love where we live. We have space, we're on the ground, we're outside a lot compared to living in a unit. 
we're happier, you're in a better job, like everything just seems to line up. Yeah. The cost, like I, I don't know when all of this Medicare rebate stuff came in, but my gosh, I'm so must be fairly, I'm so grateful. I'm it must be fairly recent. Like it might not be as recent as we think, but Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't in play when we like year two or three in. Oh no. I I I dare say it's in the last couple of years it's come in. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Is that all you want to update on? Yeah, I think that's pretty much up to date to where we are now. But yes, a few more things coming down the track. Yeah, hopefully in a couple of episodes. Well, hopefully next month we can say it was successful and good. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing day and we will talk to you in our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. 